0: chaos in here. The fun of Moon Knight is getting introduced to a new superhero in a new world. It's a real legitimate character study. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Moon Knight is a spectacular character. He's got an incredibly unique visual look. Our job was to kind of put a lens on the things that had the most uh, dramatic juice and ultimately take the mental health aspect incredibly seriously. I am Steven. The way we're tackling the story, we learn about Stephen, and then learn about Mark. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? And they're the same person. The tone is like Fight Club meets Indiana Jones. It's a bit dark at times. To tie it into something so vast and supernatural, it's amazing. Thank you. Every aspect of this show has a duality and we've shifted the paradigm. For me, what's really exciting is that it's totally unpredictable. Welcome to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, a conversation about representation in comics and related media. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and this is your guide to Moon Knight. So, yo, y'all, Moon Knight, this is Moon Knight Week. Happy Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moonlight, fighting evil by Moonlight. Um, yeah, man. So Disney Plus's Moon Knight will be hitting the airwaves of the streaming services, uh, this week. And to kind of get you ready for it, I figured I'd go over a little bit of facts and whatnot about the character and, and see what we, um, What we can uh, piece together. Now for me, Moon Knight, I'm not familiar with the character. I'm familiar with the design and I've seen him in different books and images and panels over the years. But to be quite honest, he is not someone who I've ever truly had a desire to dive into. Um, I do like his design, but I know absolutely nothing about this man. And, of course, with Moon Knight having his own series popping up here in a few days, I figured I'd go and get into some of his history and kind of we can discover some of this stuff together. Now, with that being said, if you hear something in this episode that is inaccurate, please feel free to let me know. Or if there's something about Moon Knight that I maybe have left out, add that in as well. Use that hashtag CBMPod. Now... Moon Knight is a Marvel Comics character, of course. Um, He appears in Marvel Comics and was created by Doug Monich, M-O-E-N-C-H, and artist Don Perrin. Uh, He first appeared in a comic, Werewolf by Night, that was number 32, back in August of 1975. Now, the son of a rabbi, Mark Spector, that's Moon Knight's name, served as a marine, and briefly as a CIA operative before becoming a mercenary, right alongside his friend Jean-Paul Frenchy Ducamp. Ducamp, Ducamp, I think I said it right. Now, during a job in Sudan, Spectre is appalled when a ruthless fellow mercenary, Raoul Bushman, attacks and kills an archaeologist named Dr. Allerain. He just happens in front of this man's daughter, which is like, "Wow, okay." I mean, I get it, but God dang, I'm in front of his daughter and his Carly colleague. Excuse me. Um, her name was Mar Marlene uh, um, Alren. Nope. I feel like I'm going to butcher this name. A L R A U N E. Now, after fighting Bushmen and being left for dead, a mortally wounded specter reaches Allerain's recently unearthed tomb, and is placed before a statue of an Egyptian moon goddess, Khonshu. Now, I feel like I'm not saying that correctly, but I kind of feel like I am. Khonshu, K-H-O-N-S-H-U. If it is being pronounced incorrectly, let me know. Now, Spectre does die, but then he is revived, fully healed, and he claims that Khonshu wants him to be the moon's knight the first, oh, I'm sorry, the fist of kanshu Now, uh, Moon Knight is a character who is a Marvel Comics character who has been oftentimes compared to Batman um, in the sense that these are these men who have pushed their body to, like, peak physical condition. I mean, Moon Knight has, you know, some kind of powers surrounding him but for the most part like at a glance they're compared a lot which is so interesting because there are similar comparison to batman and tony stark and that i wonder if that's just been something that's going on in recent years because of the popularity of the mcu um because when i think of batman and i would think of a marvel analog it wouldn't be tony stark like he wouldn't be my first guess um So let me know if you guys are familiar with this idea of Moon Knight and Batman being analogs or variants of one another. Or if you do think that Tony Stark would be more of an analog to Batman. I know this isn't a Batman episode, but with this being kind of the shadow that follows Moon Knight, (laughs) I figured, you know, we'd throw that out there. But let me know. Use the hashtag CBNPOP. Now, Spectre is merely insane, which is in the early stories, this is how he was listed as being someone who's just insane. Um, It was later revealed that Khonshu is real. One of several entities from Other Void. Other Void is a dimension outside of normal time and space. Um, He's a, or he, well, they, or this, because I don't know that Khonshu has like a gender construct like humans do, but once was worshipped by ancient Earth people. Um, on his return to the United States, Spectre invests his mercenary profits into becoming the crime fighter known as Moon Knight. Now, he's aided by Frenchie and Marie mm, uh, Marlene. Uh, uh, I feel like this word I should really I'm going to just call her a <laughs> Marlene a and you guys <laughs> go have to deal with it. Now, um, they become uh, she becomes his lover and eventually the mother of his daughter. Now, along with his costume alter ego, he primarily uses three other identities, and this is so that he can get information from different social circles, which is something that I absolutely love about the character. When I first did this like deep dive into him and his history, I'm like, all right, I know a lot of characters do have those aliases. Hell, uh, Wolverine has one called Patch, where it's just an eye patch over his eye. So, so no, but I like this idea that He has a different identity, but a different identity for different social circles. So there is the billionaire businessman, Stephen Grant. There's the taxi cab driver, Jake Lockley, and the suited consultant, Mr. Knight, which is like, okay, you could have picked a different name. (laughs) Damn it. Now, it is later revealed that Moon Knight has what's called Dissociative Identity Disorder. Incorrectly referred to as schizophrenia in a lot of his stories. Now, That and the three different identities are seen as three different personalities. Um, Grant and Lockley, they originally manifested during uh, Moon Knight's childhood. Now, other identities, including there is an unnamed red-haired little girl, um, an astronaut, They've briefly emerged at other points throughout his adulthood, and it is debated in different stories whether Spectre has genuine disassociative identity disorder due to childhood drama, or if his similar symptoms are the result of brain damage caused by his psychic connection to Khonshu, which that's something interesting to me. So, regardless of how you feel about this story and about the way that it's going to be handled with Marvel, I think the idea that we have a hero anti-hero or whatever, vigilante rather, who is, who has this medical condition and it could come of one of two ways, either trauma for your past or come from the very thing that gave you your power. This idea of Kanshu uh, making you the fist of Kanshu, imbuing you with these powers, but like the trade-off is that now you have this brain damage. Now, I'm not someone who suffers from this like specific mental issue. So I want to be very careful at how I'm, kind of discussing these things and charges to my head and I'm heart. And if I do get something wrong, please correct me. But just this idea that this condition could be the result of powers being granted to you. Cause that's it, okay. So like with WandaVision and what witches and things like that, a lot of times you get this idea that you may have this power, but there's this equal balance of power throughout. So though you may be imbued with all this extra ability it has to pull from somewhere somebody somewhere is getting the short end of the stick of uh, the stick excuse me so with that in mind thinking about moon knight getting these abilities able to use them but it could be at the result of some of his, some of his mental health where now you do have these different personalities and identities that have arrived because maybe your body trying to cope with the trauma, or maybe it's just damaged from getting that power. Like that's something that I cannot recall having seen in other stories or characters. Um, This idea is new to me. Now the idea of a hero who has mental health issues is not new, but this specific line of thinking that these, this, this issue, could have resulted from him getting those powers that is so interesting to me um yeah so this uh connection is compelling his personalities to shift uh between the four major aspects of the moon god's multifaceted nature um you have the traveler the pathfinder the embracer and the defender of those who travel at night now Kanshu claims he created a psychic connection with mark specter when uh specter was a young boy decades before calling him to become Moon Knight. Now, that is where I'm not sure if I have an issue or not. Because if he happened to join the Marines and went on his mission and all this other stuff, and that resulted in him being at the, like, gates of this, you know, sacred tomb or whatnot, then I don't like the idea that Konshu kind of called to him as a child because if he's just in America and becomes an accountant what brings him to these gates of this tomb that then allows you to resurrect and then not even that let's say he's an accountant he just visits you know Egypt somewhere he's at this tomb but he's not on the brink of death Like I I don't know that right there is where I'm starting to have an issue with Moon Knight's story but you guys let me know um, is that an issue for you? Or are you just like, man, I don't care. As long as he get the powers, <laughs> I don't care when Khonshu called to help. But let me know. Now, in most stories, Moon Knight has no supernatural abilities beyond the occasional visions of mystical insight. He does rely on his athletic ability, advanced technology, and those expert combat skills. Um, Moon Knight does have a high tolerance for pain. This is based off of willpower, training, and experience. So I can see where the Batman comparisons would come in. Because, again, Bruce, though he is this billionaire, wealthy dude who dresses up as a bat, he still, like, let's not, regardless of how you feel about Batman, let's not ignore the facts of the story and continuity that he's trained for decades. He's gotten, he has skill. You know, so I could see where those Moon Knight and Batman comparisons will come in about this time. Okay, so since becoming Moon Knight, there have been multiple occasions where the character has died, only to then be resurrected by Khonshu. So that right there is also something I find interesting, because now let's say whether he called, whether Khonshu called to Mark as a child or just as an adult, saving him, making him the Fist of Khonshu. This idea that you're dying. And this 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 spirit, this God is resurrecting you is this messing up the natural order of things? Are there not any other moon nights to uh for conshu to call on? If I am this one pure superior superior being, this fist who needs to, you know, do the bidding of conshu, why am I dying to begin with? And then if you are resurrecting me, what kind of additional damage will that then cause like because if, if he has uh, disassociative identity disorder because of getting that initial boost of energy and resurrection what is our, is he becoming even more fractured and again please forgive me if some of this terminology is um, incorrect or um, not sensitive to this particular mental health issue but this is what I know Um But like I said, if if it's wrong, call me out and I'll I'll definitely adjust. But I just I so this idea of being now in comics, of course, nobody really dies. People always resurrected all the time. But in this specific instance and with death and resurrection being such a big part of Moon Knight's origin and of his character in general. In a way that, like, for somebody like Jean Grey, who's died several times to come back to life, that's like some mutant other type of stuff. We're speaking specifically about a character where death is a large part of his origin and a large part of his character, but then with that death and resurrection, is also that mental health, fracturing of the mind type thing. Um, one thing that I'm a little nervous about with the Moon Knight series is that I think it'll be good. I'm not I'm not worried about it being good. I think it'll be entertaining. Because even Hawkeye, I'm I'm not a big fan of Hawkeye, but I enjoyed um, Hawkeye. When it comes to Moon Knight, and you're dealing with a mental health issue that is okay how do I put this because I think all mental health issues are important but it's one thing to deal with depression which is something that I think the larger the world at large is a little bit more familiar with than to deal with DID disassociative identity disorder um and I could be wrong I could be wrong let me know what you guys think but I think in terms of like WandaVision and grieving and having that depression and having that manifest and the way she acted with her powers and whatnot when you look at Moon Knight and you have this very specific and very important personality disorder or mental health issue, I'm afraid for how Marvel is going to handle this. Now, I would imagine that this company is large enough and has enough, you know, foresight to get sensitivity readers to get people maybe in the writer's room who deal with this condition or have dealt with it in a professional capacity or something. But I will say that's the one thing that makes me a little nervous about watching this series because I don't want to, I want to watch it, I want to enjoy it, but I'm just hoping that they don't drop the ball. And, you know, they really have done bad when, you know, if I see something and I'm not well-versed in this condition, and I could see something and be like, oh, this, this don't seem right. <laughs> you know, it's just like, so I guess for me, what I'm getting at is trying to find people who are, um dealing with have uh history with or intimate knowledge of this particular condition like online find them and like gauge their thoughts because if there's any pushback against this show you ain't gonna get nothing from me talking about well it's a good show and y'all need to get over no that not that you thought that to begin with but i do think i'm going to seek out the reviews and opinions of people who are dealing with uh, these conditions or are familiar with it, and see how Marvel is handling this. Because I'm, I'm kind of afraid that I'm gonna be like, oh, this show's so damn good, and then somebody's like, well, actually, this is terrible the way that they're portraying this. And you can have your idea of like, oh, social justice warrior, and everybody's so PC, and this, that, and the third. But it's very important to listen to the voices of the community that's being represented if there are a bunch of people who are out there who are dealing with this condition and they say marvel got this 100 percent wrong then i'm going to listen to what they have to say if they say marvel got it right then i'm going to still listen to what they have to say but that's the one aspect of this show that has me a little bit nervous uh, <laughs> because that's the last thing i'd like to do is like add to the conversation of like making someone feel alienated or that they're being misunderstood but there you go. I digress. So, now for a time, Moon Knight's strength um, and resistance to injury could be uh, reach up to superhuman levels depending on the phases of the moon. But then this later vanished, which I think that's pretty cool because if I am a character who has pushed myself to the absolute human peak of perfection, um, combat, and all of that, but then I also have this boost of energy from the moon, and when that energy is gone, I still have my hard-earned abilities to rely on that I think makes for a very interesting story because yeah, I can fly around and shoot lasers and punch through walls and shit but what happens when I'm now pulled away from those powers for all intents and purposes you're like a damn vampire or werewolf you have this strength at night but then when the moon isn't up and then what about when the moon is out in the daytime because that happens so you know <laughs> I just I don't know the more that I discuss this character the more I'm like kind of into him i like mark i want to know what the hell is going on so he has over the course of years appeared in numerous forms of media um animated shows video games and then we're going to get the live action debut a few days from now in the moon knight miniseries on disney plus set in the marvel cinematic universe with none other than eyes oscar isaac excuse me playing the main freaking character moon knight Man, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm an Oscar Isaac fan. I do enjoy his work. I think he does good, good job. He does good job, good things. <laughs> and so, moving on to the Moon Knight series. Now, this is supposed to be the sixth television series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, Marvel is producing it. And there is... Um, I don't know, I don't know, it's a lot, it's a lot. So we have, and some of these names I'm going to butcher, but forgive me. Mohamed Diab is the leading, uh, he's leading the director team, directing team, excuse me. Uh, Oscar Isaac, of course, stars as Mark Spector slash Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight in this, in this show, so what I just gave you was, of course, the comics kind of brief history. Now we're getting into the um, MCU mini series, limited series of it all. Uh, this person is a mercenary who suffers from Disassociative Identity Disorder. Ethan Hawke and Mae Callumway excuse me, will also be in the show. This show was announced back in August of 2019. And Slater, who was hired in November, as the head writer. The series was announced in 2019. And Diab was hired to direct an, uh, four of the episodes in October of 2020. Uh, the directing duo Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead joined in January of 2021 to direct the other two. So, this is a six-episode limited series. Now, Oscar Isaac was confirmed to star at that time and used different accents to differentiate Spectre's various identities, which I like that. So, I there's a show called Orphan, where Homegirl who's playing... No, no, I'm sorry. It's called Orphan Black, where... Uh, Sis, who's playing um, Jennifer Walters, She-Hawk, played... I think her name is Tatiana. I think that's the actress's name. Who, and she played a several different clones of herself. And baby, she fucking killed it. Um, I've never seen this show, but I've heard uh, United States of Terror. It was a show that was kind of similar uh, to Orphan in that way, but I think that was a person who had disassociative identity disorder as well. Um, I still have to say that Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor and I'm very interested to see how he pulls off Moon Knight. Um, having these different accents, I think, of course, is a good shorthand to let the audience know this is a whole nother character. Because it's one thing to translate a storyline from comics to screen, but then when you have this specific condition, or, like mentioned before, clones of someone, when you're drawing them on panel, you can give visual cues as to how this person is different, but having those different accents, which I think he is pretty good with accents, um is going to be it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Okay. And so the filming took place from April to October of 2021. This was primarily in Budapest as well as in Jordan and in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Now Moon Knight is scheduled to premiere March 30th. That's when we're getting it. At this point, if they push it back <coughs> the week of, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um and this will run for six episodes up until May 4th. And this is part of what's considered the fourth phase of the MCU. Now, Mark Spector is a mercenary who suffers from DID. He's drawn into a deadly mystery involving Egyptian gods with his multiple identities, Stephen Grant being one of them. Oscar is Moon Knight. He is a Jewish American mercenary. Now, this is where we're running into issues again. So, um, I've heard what I have heard is from a few different people who are Jewish is that they're not happy with Oscar Isaac's casting because he's not a Jewish um, uh, person. I think that's valid. Um it's it's I liken it to some of the same critiques about Elizabeth Olsen playing a Romani character as, you know, Scarlet Witch and she is not. Um with that it's very not tricky because to me it's not hard to get that the fuck right like oscar isaac love and death great actor but if if you have a character okay how do i put this and y'all correct me if i'm wrong but i can't think of a lot of jewish comic characters that are on screen um even if we fold in the marvel universe i know we had kitty pride Um, I know we have Magneto. I'm thinking we're pulling from a small pool. And in that instance, I'm thinking, well, is Hollywood devoid of male, Jewish male actors who would be willing to play Moon Knight? Now, we don't know the specifics around, you know, the casting or whatnot. And Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor. But could it have been so hard to get a Jewish actor? I don't know. But I do think that's a legitimate concern, um, especially when you're reaching to the whole diversity bag and trying to make sure that you... You can't please everybody. We know that for sure. But I feel like getting, casting a Jewish actor is something that would not would be like very low difficulty. <laughs> like, I feel like you could throw a rock and hit a Jewish actor. Just like if you were looking for a trans actor or actress, you could do that as well. They're out there. It's just, are you trying to cast them? Um so yeah so this is a jewish uh and and okay and let me say this this is not to say that someone of a different faith or a different identity can't play a character but then when you do look at the uh representation as a whole back to my previous statement is it so difficult to find a male actor who's jewish who would fit the role of moon knight So that's that so let me know what you guys think about that portion because again i'm not jewish and i'd rather hear from the horse's mouth i'd rather hear from that community um about their casting choice yeah if you have a, a jewish actor who you think would like kill this moon knight let me know that as well use the hashtag pot. so oscar leaned into um this chicago guy who's kind of pushing people away for his portrayal of Spectre, calling him a jerk. Uh, Kevin Feige described Spectre as a brutal action hero and said that the series would not pull back from portraying the violence of the character, which I think is a good idea. Not because I'm just a nerd who loves violence, but some characters, it just makes sense. Others, of course, you don't want to see that blood and gore and that violence, but with Moon Knight, it, it feels like that makes sense to me based off of what we've gotten so far, especially if you're like given power by this friggin' Egyptian god or whatnot. Man, hell yeah, use that shit, punch a hole through somebody's goddamn chest. So <laughs> now, um, each of Spectre's identities. Are distinct characters with you know from his DID condition, and they were differentiated in the script by their attitudes. Now, Oscar chose to take this a little bit further by giving them different accents, which we mentioned earlier. Now, Oscar said he enjoyed being able to do something really fucking nutty, and this is this is a quote something really fucking nutty with his portrayal, um, including exploring Spectre's complex mind he added that embodying each of the various personas was more of a technical challenge for him and it did require a lot of energy which again that's something i can definitely see and not to be funny but even working for anyone who's worked in customer service be it in like a retail store be it on the phone be it you know tech support or whatever dealing with the general public and having this wall of you can do and say but you can only do and say so much and even having to paint on that fucking smile i would imagine that takes a whole freaking lot out of you like even at the end of maybe a 4 or an 8 hour shift yeah it's it's so that where your job is on the line cuz shit you got to you know please the customer and do the job I would imagine it's very similar to a motherfucker having to be four different people, four different distinct accents, attitudes, ways that you walk and all of that for this freaking series. I can imagine that would expel a lot of damn energy. And that's like, man, I wonder if that's something that gets talked about because I don't see those conversations. But again, I'm not an actor, Uh, but I can imagine like character development and acting like that could be tiresome. Now, the identities in the series are Stephen Grant, who is a mild-mannered British gift shop employee suffering from blackouts and memories of another life. Uh, Mr. Knight, a street-level detective personality who wears a suit. Isaac said that uh, he used his own American accent for Spectre, Mark Spectre, and put on a British accent for Grant that he suggests was intentionally bizarre and unconvincing. Now, there were some people who talked about Oscar's um, accent, his British accent, being absolutely terrible. And I haven't heard it because at the time of this recording, we ha- I have not watched the show. Um, I've seen some trailers, but I have not watched the show. Um, I haven't heard him speak. And I'm really interested to see what this accent is going to be like. Because y'all know I'm top tier, uh, most requested voice actor over here. So, <laughs> so I'm going to give it a shot. Let's see. <clears throat> okay, I'm Mark Spector. Um, and I have my my Grant personality with a bizarre, unconvincing British accent. Okay, let's see. What what can I... What's the script? Let me see. Oh, I'll do the opening for the show. <clears throat> well hello welcome to the Free black nerd podcast (laughs) yo that was shitty i don't know what the hell that was (laughs) so just imagine his accent is gonna be like that if not worse (laughs) yo okay so oscar added that he and grant um grant doesn't have great social skills and says the wrong things at the wrong time and is completely sincere now who is longing for connection? Grant has tension with Spectre when the two personalities first become aware of each other. So I'm wondering if we're only getting Mark Grant and Mr. Knight. Like, are we only getting those three? Um, Ethan Hawke is Arthur. Arthur, excuse me, Arthur Harrow. This is a religious zealot and cult leader associated with the god Amit. AM MIT, I'm sure that's right, who sees Moon Knight as an obstacle to him healing the world. Um, he also encourages Spectre to embrace his inner darkness. Now, Ethan was inspired for his performance by the cult leader, David Koresh. Ugh, God. Psychiatrist, Carl Jung, Cuban revolutionary, Fidel Castro, and the Dalai Lama. Now, the writer... Um, Leo mm, Tolstoy, I believe that's it, Pentecostal televangelist Jimmy Swaggart, and the Nazi officer and doctor Jeff Joseph Menjili, M- Minig- mm, I believe that's it, and he is the person, oh, because I looked him up, studied some of his work years ago for a book I was writing, Joseph Menjili, he was the, is he the hypnosis guy? It was something about him in, like, the human mind. I think, like, the Manchurian candidate type of, um, this is an episode about that, but I believe that's what, uh, Joseph Menjili was, uh, that was, like, his claim to fame. He was terrible, though. Nazi officer, yes. Um, as well as the questioning if the Apple CEO and co-founder Steve Jobs was a bad guy. Uh, Mae Calloway is Layla L. Floyd. Hmm. I don't know if that's right, but she is a woman from Spectre's past, and I wonder if she is the um, the daughter character from the comic book origin of that boy, that man who got murdered in front of his daughter. Now, additionally, Gaspar, and I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna say his name, U L L I E L, portrays Anton Morgat, Minuteman. Or midnight Man. Minute, minute, midnight man. Midnight man. <laughs> Lucy Thackeray portrays Donna. This is Grant's co worker. And F. Murray Abraham voices the Egyptian moon god Khonshu an imperious and sort of snotty and vengeful deity according to the creator jimmy slater who is prone to temper tantrums and is dealing with his own insecurities now i'm wondering how deep into religion we're going to go like is this just this is the character that we've created and this is our take on him or are we going to like lean into the religious religiosity of like different religions in the world um this is going to be interesting as well. And Moon Knight, to me, is one of the shows that is, like, it's one thing to whitewash a character, to cast someone extremely lighter, to do these things that are problematic, and but can be fixed and resolved pretty, I don't want to say pretty quickly, but can be, can be changed. Um, shouldn't happen in the first place, but can be changed. But it feels like with Moon Knight, this is the one show where, like, you could very well fuck up the handling of the mental issue disassociative identity disorder. You already didn't cast a Jewish character, so like, if there are any stereotypes or um, any negative connotations about Jewish people, could you accidentally or just by not doing your research also kind of enforce some of those through the narratives of this show. And then you have the religious aspect where we're in America. This is supposed to be the land of the free where you can practice whatever religion you want. But is there this uh, this risk of, like, really fucking something up? And then, um, I don't know. It's, it just seems like Moon Knight is the one show... Where, like, Marvel can really fuck up. Like, they can do an exceptionally great job, or they could fuck up royally. And, of course, I'm hoping that, you know, fuck this up and, like, offend a whole fucking group of people. And let's not talk about intersectionality. Like, you might have a Jewish person with DID who also is, like, religious or has these religious leanings towards, um, I'll say Egyptian religions for lack of a better term because I'm not entirely certain how all of that works, not being a religious person myself. But like this, the show you got to like kind of more than the others. You got to get this shit right, and so <laughs> I'm watching just to see if it's going to be a train wreck. I think it'll be entertaining, but entertaining does not does not exclude you from um from uh, fucking somebody over narratively. Like so, I'm just hoping that they do a. Good job, damn it! I'm hoping that. So, yeah, Moon Knight. So, a little bit of the development uh, behind the scenes. Now, the character Mark Specter, Moon Knight, was to be introduced in the second season of Blade, the series, before it canceled back in September of 2006. Now, a potential spin-off series for the character had also been in development, and back in October, uh, Marvel Studios partnered with No Equal Entertainment to produce a separate television series featuring Moon Knight. Now, the writer John Cooksey was hired to develop the series by 2008, but it didn't move forward, of course. Uh, James Gunn, the writer and director of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy films, he said back in January of 2017 that he had pitched a Moon Knight film to Marvel, but did not have the time to work on it. Now, once uh, President Kevin Feige... Lord, words, President Kevin Feige confirmed in April of 2018 that Moon Knight would be introduced into the Marvel Universe. Uh, But he questioned, does that mean five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now? And I wonder, how is Marvel picking these characters? I don't have anything against Moon Knight, but my thing is, are you trying to continue with this... um, idea of taking a character who though may be known is much lesser known than other Marvel staples and like build them up in the way you did with Iron Man or are you looking at I guess maybe who's more marketable like I would love to be a fly on the wall to figure out y'all are announcing all these damn shows how how are you deciding who fits where and who's getting a show and who's not because we have Doctor Strange 2 Moon Knight We have um, She-Hulk coming. They have that Echo series. Um, And then even if we get to the animation, you got Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which that just makes sense. You know, make that a kid's show. Um, But I wonder, like, specifically about the MCU. Are you looking at where we are in continuity in the MCU? And then, I guess, what character you could fold in easily or which character would make the most sense? Because even with that, then, comes you have history years decades of of continuity within the comics which that doesn't really matter because this is its own continuity but you have all of this history and so when you roll out something like a moon knight do you then exclude i don't know let's just say storm like, they may not have any interactions, but did he come before her? And then how does she look in the MCU versus or what held up to him? And I don't know. I'm probably talking a bunch of nerd rambling shit. But it's like, these are the questions that I ask when we get these um, properties that are set to come out. And even with, like, Iron Wars. I think that's the name of the Don Cheadle um, show his own kind of Iron Man type show. Like, what what does that mean for everyone at large? Like, what does... Okay, what does America showing up... Not America, I'm sorry. What does Kamala Khan uh, having her show? She-Hulk Jennifer having her show? Moon Knight Mark having his show? Like... Are these three things going on simultaneously? Will they ever cross over? Are we building up to another big event past the multiverse of madness? And then don't even consider the multiverse of madness. Like when that shit pops off in conjunction with the Loki variant idea that's out there now like, can you now just start pulling shit out your ass, like, oh, let's do, you know, one character from Generation X, and then one from New Mutants, and give them a movie, and then let's go and take one X-Men character, give them a show, and let's find an old-ass Avenger villain who nobody has heard of in 50 years, and make them prominent, it's like, ah, and this isn't even a complaint, this is just like a stream of consciousness rant, because I'm just like, I would love to see what goes into deciding what's next, who over there at Marvel are like, are picking these characters, and then like, what's the parameters? It's Kevin like, hey, I need five new ideas, y'all run off in the, the library of Marvel, and, and, and pull some shit up, and let's see, like, I need a cosmic nigga, I need a motherfucking magical nigga, I need a science nigga, I need, like, <laughs> like, go and just get these characters. So, I don't know, man, I just... thinking about the like nitty-gritty and being a comic book stand and like seeing all the shit that goes into making comics then you introduce the idea of live action with real people who have salaries and and fame and schedules it's like Woo lord maybe it's just pick up everything and see what sticks (laughs) i don't know oh my goodness so yeah so, Kevin Feige was like, yeah, we finna get this motherfucker on screen, you know what I'm saying? Now, in August of 2019, Marvel Studios did announce at the D23 conference um, that a series based off Moon Knight was being developed for the streaming service Disney+. Plus. Now, in November, Jeremy Slater was hired to serve as the head writer and executive producer, and Mohamed Diab was set to direct four episodes of the series in October of 2020. Now... I wonder how many projects are out there in the wind where Marvel has already, like, shot them or they're currently shooting them. Like, I guess what I'm saying is, do you have to tell us everything? Um, One of my biggest issues with, like, trailers and shit is, like, when you cut on YouTube or go on social media after a trailer drops, you have a slew of 463 things you missed in the Moon Knight trailer. And it's like... Bruh, this shit just came out. Like, fucking relax. So, (coughs) I was just saying. So, is there any show? Like, let's just say, for example, there is a Bishop. Lucas Bishop Mutant show. Like, is there a Lucas Bishop show that's six episodes long that's already being developed and shot in secret and it's just going to release? (sighs) Because... Because I don't, I'm not privy into the timeline or or schedule or inner workings of, like, TV and film. And I know it it takes a while to get certain things, like, developed and created and edited and whatnot. But, like, would you, would there ever be a show done and complete and then it started, um, you just start to market it, like, I don't know, two or three months before it's supposed to come out? And it may seem silly, but I'm thinking like Marvel or Disney is this huge beast where you could do that. You don't have to say, hey, we got a Bishop show coming out. And I'm sure you'd want to announce it so people can get excited, have their fan theories, create their YouTube videos. Hell, this podcast. (laughs) But like, where is the shit that's just like done and do a fucking Beyonce drop? Do a self-titled drop where it's just, look at this shit. One random motherfucker was just on Disney Plus one night. See Lucas Bishop and the time-traveling police pop up and then loses their shit. And now it's a ripple effect. Because, I don't know, I think the idea of, like, getting so much shit in trailers, spoiled, and all this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take a step back from that. But, getting back into Moon Knight. (laughs) Um... This, this is interesting. I'm actually more excited for him than I was before. So uh, let's go into just a few things that we know. And we being like the world at large, because I have found a few articles and a few lists and a, a few ramblings about Moon Knight over um, throughout the internet. Now, the series is, it promises to be a complex lead, a cult leader type villain in a deadly war of the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. Ooh, man. So, this is my little nerd brain working, but, like, would it be dope as fuck if there was a little black girl or a teenage black girl with long white hair somewhere in that Egyptian setting where Mark runs into her and is like, hey, get out of my way. And she's like, oh, brother the goddess, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so, we've gotten a few trailers. we got a teaser, a full trailer, and then I think there was a Super Bowl spot as well. And... One thing I will say with the way Wandavision was marketed and then like seeing the full scope of the ep- of the show we got the series we got I'm hoping that the bit that we've seen of Moon Knight in these trailers is just the tip of the iceberg like I'm hoping we get some fucking Knock down, drag out fights. I want some good edits. I want some shit that's just like, what the fuck is, what were they thinking like? And in the best way, that's what I want from this damn series. Now, a few things. Um, Steven Grant, fatigue store employee, played by Oscar Isaac, um, eventually finds out that he has a disassociative identity disorder, sharing a body with a mercenary named Mark Spector. So it looks like they're, I wonder. Well, I won't say it looks like. I wonder if they're taking the route of Moon Knight's dominant personality being Stephen Grant, or is Stephen Grant much like in the in the comics, or is Stephen the actual one of the split personalities? Um, so Stephen Grant eventually finds out that he has DID and is sharing a body with mercenary named Mark Spector. Uh, We're going to expect a lot of gripping action-adventure content um, as Steven slash Mark's enemies converge upon them. They must navigate their complex identities while thrust into a deadly mystery among the powerful gods of Egypt. Sure. Um, A lot of the details about the series, about him becoming Moon Knight has been kept secret, kept under wraps and whatnot. Now, we know, of course, in the comics how he was wounded, left to die, was resurrected by Conchu and whatnot. But I don't know if that's the route we're going to go here. Um, if you know and you're listening to this before you watch the episode, <laughs> let me know. But, I mean, hell, even after, let me know. Now, Marvel says he later adopts that name Moon Knight and trades his old life in for that of uh, fighting crime. Now, Khonshu has given Mark Spector's powers, but the relationship is pretty complicated. Now, this depends on his whims. Khonshu has empowered Specter, depowered Specter, imprisoned Specter, and even used Spector's Moon Knight as an omnipotent vessel to rewrite the world in his image. That's a lot of shit. And I don't know if this is referring to the show specifically, like what the show is going to do, or if it's just alluding to things that Concho has done in the comics. But either way, that's a lot of fucking shit. And when we look at Eternals, when we look at uh, Endgame, and when we look at Multiverse of Madness, and even Spider-Man Far From Home, when you have these um, huge events that are bookmarked throughout the history of the MCU. And you have a character who, it, whose conditions and storylines and, and issues are at such a large scale. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is, I wonder how they're going to play this. And is this going to lead into maybe the next big set piece of a, uh, MCU event? um, I'm specifically watching Moon Knight because y'all know how Marvel does with their end credit scenes, and I'm trying to see what in Moon Knight may reference uh, Multiverse of Madness. So that's where I'm at. Now, Moon Knight's going to premiere on Disney Plus in a few days from now, on March 30th. There will be six episodes, they'll last around 40 to 50 minutes each. Um, Oscar's, I, Oscar Isaac's accent is off the rails. <laughs> um, th- uh, one person said that in his, in the Moon Knight trailer, Oscar Isaac's accent is literally like, hello, governor, what are you doing? <laughs> um, another person on Twitter wrote, uh, now in Empire Magazine, uh, Oscar said that his response, is, well, this is his response, a quote, I stand by the sound of Steven 100%. It's cool got people excited and some were like that sucks and others were like that's great he continues that voice is about where stevens from where he's living now and some of the believed heritage it's not an idea of what brits actually sound like so again i have not heard this atrocious ass accent <laughs> so i'm ready for it and good or bad like especially if it's bad it's going to get people talking so that for damn sure will be a good draw for the show you know cause Twitter specifically but you know you can't please everybody there's always going to be a conversation about something being bad being good whatnot. now I do want to go over a few facts about um Moon Knight and this is really the comics character because you know the show hasn't come out yet but um like one we know he has D.I.D. Dissociative Identity Disorder um Another is that he's a mercenary, which we've mentioned. Um, Khonshu is the most significant question mark in Moon Knight comics. Now, in legend, Khonshu is the son of Atum, or Autumn, the first of the new gods, and Amnu- Amnuet, I believe that's it. The air goddess. kanshu is the god of the moon and vengeance. He is also who gave Mark Spector his supernatural powers and abilities. And, of course, as long as he worked under the moon. Uh, kanshu several times have brought Mark Specter back from the dead to do this. The problem is that, depending on who writes the story, there are many times where it seems that kanshu does not exist and is a part of Moon Knight's delusions. Now, I will say, and this is where I'm hoping I'm, I'm being... Um, politically correct and not offensive. But I do like this idea that well, let me, before I say that comics already are so fucked up because one creative team can make a character do this one thing and then the next time a creative team gets their hand on the character, it's entirely different. So that in and of itself is fucking frustrating. But with a character like Moon Knight where you, he is an unreliable narrator to some extent because of these different personalities, I like this idea that different creative teams are like rewriting what's real and what's not that's very different from let's say the x-men you know, having a base on the moon in one run and then immediately when the next run picks up, nobody ever talks about it. That's very different. It's like factually it's fucking there and it's a whole university full of four hundred mutants who know about it. Why is nobody mentioning this? Versus somebody who is themselves a unreliable narrator with several different personalities with their own things going on. I could see how you could in one run write about Kanshu being the one there prominent and then another make Kanshu part of the delusions or um whatnot and then in another Kanshu just isn't there at all but then you bring him back up in another series I think Moon Knight just by nature of having so much shit going on like that and being unreliable makes that a bit more um Makes it a little bit more sense and something that I could accept, eh, eh, some, ooh, shit, I could accept versus, well, I don't know, we just had a house on the moon, but we don't go there no more. You know, it's some silly shit like that. Um, he has lunar strength. Uh, moon Knight has the powers given to him by Kanshu but he can only use them at night and under the influence of the moon. While that has changed over the years, originally he had his increased strength under the light of the moon and weakened considerably any other time. Um, Frenchie Duchamp, 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 I don't know if I'm saying that name right. Jean Paul Frenchie Duchamp is one of the best characters in Moon Knight comics, so this article says. A close and personal friend and associate of Mark, who is as much a partner of, to him as he is a friend. Frenchie is also gay, which was not revealed for many years, but was revealed in Moon Knight Volume 5 in 2006. I I ain't even going to hold my breath on that one. I doubt that Frenchie would be gay in Moon Knight. Like, Marvel, whatever, I'm going to leave it there. Um, Steven Grant, Millionaire. Two things make people think Moon Knight is Marvel's version of Batman. The first is that the two heroes almost always work at night. The second is that their secret identity is a millionaire playboy. Now, in Moon Knight's case, his secret identity is Mark Spector, but he also has the identity of Stephen Grant, the millionaire. So that's another thing. Where Grant in the show is the f- flower shop employee, and Grant in the comics, that's the millionaire. So, After Khonshu brought Mark Spector back to life, he returned to New York and had made a fortune from his mercenary days, Uses his money to create a new persona, Stephen Grant, a financier, which he used to finance his career as a superhero. Um, Let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, so in the comics, he became an addict after an accident. Now, the good news is that Moon Knight survived the civil war between Iron Man and Captain America and never chose a side. The bad news is that the reason he didn't was that he was crippled at the time. Now, when they say crippled, I wonder if you mean... whatever. Moon Knight battled his main villain, Bushman, the man who was responsible for him becoming Moon Knight to begin with, and went too far, killing his enemy. Now, in the battle, Moon Knight ended up breaking both knees and ended up crippled in constant pain. As a result, Mark turned to substances and alcohol and became an addict. He had to fight his addiction and his reliance on the moon god Khonshu to come back and become Moon Knight again. That's interesting. Um, Did we mention that Moon Knight has a daughter? Where the hell is this little girl at? <laughs> Like, where is she? I'm thinking, I'm hoping that I've just missed something, but like, she's like there and then like never there again. So, listeners, if you know anything about um, Moon Knight's missing daughter, and then whose daughter is she? Is she Specters? Is she Grants? Is she Mister Knight's? Like, whose daughter is this little girl? <laughs> <coughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So, Moon Knight, let me know if you guys are excited about the series or if you like. Mm, fuck it I'm not a fan and also if you're part of any community that is represented through the Moon Knight series and something is not sitting right with you let me know use that hashtag CBNpod Um, I don't know that I'm going to be doing a Moon Knight series review I may Um, I'm in a space now where if I review a show and we one or two episodes in and I don't like it I'm not going to continue to do it at all but that's not to say that Moon Knight is going to be bad but I'm just interested in how it is going to be received by other people who are within these communities um shit just let me know so use the hashtag CBNPOP when you're listening to this episode um when moon Knight drops let's let's think of a hashtag let's do hashtag um night moon man I don't know. You made it this far in the episode. Use the hashtag Night Moon Man. K-N-I-G-H-T. Moon Man. (laughs) And then we'll kind of work with that going forward. But I am interested to see how these six episodes fare. What happens with them. And then do we get any Blade introduction? Because if Moon Knight was supposed to appear in Blade the series way back in the day... And we know Mahershala Ali is playing Blade, and spoiler alert, he was at the end of Eternals. That was Mahershala's voice. I wonder if he's going to appear in Moon Knight. Do you think that he will? Do you think Blade is going to appear in Moon Knight? Um, in any regard, be it an image, be it in people talking about him, be it his voice anything so let me know let me know your thoughts on Moon Knight. is this someone you knew about before are you a fan of the character do you not give a damn are you just excited you know to have another marvel installment of something and uh hit me up on twitter carefree blurred that's the most immediate way to get in touch with me talk your shit let's discuss this um Instagram and all other social media. Carefree Black Nerd. TikTok. I'm on the top. The tick. The top. The ticky to the ticky to the tick. Tick top of the moon night. And rock it to the bang bang boogie to the up the, the boogie to the tick. To the top of the beat. Now what you hear is not. <laughs> Yo y'all I'm feeling good. So hit me up on that TikTok too. Let's get that follower count up. Let's talk shit. Share videos and whatnot. not. Um, email me. Carefreeblacknerd.gmail.com if you got more to say, you want to send a voice note or something. Um, And check out the other shows that I got on this damn channel. You know what I'm saying? 4,400 Wrapped Up. Me and shout out to Robert. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bel Air. think that's uh finna come to an end soon. Shout out to Cole Jackson. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, let me know. So, until next time, guys. Stay carefree. Stay nerdy. Stay geeky. And stay the fuck away from concho, Because that's the motherfucker that keeps getting people in trouble. All right. Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. I have a sleeping disorder. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. I think I'm losing it. We'll catch you on. Your blood are bloody useless, Stevie. Steven. I can't tell the difference between, between eyes life and dreams. dreams. Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. Alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? It must be very difficult. The voice in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you. Whoa! Embrace the chaos.